1: Hey everybody, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, February the 18th. It is a gorgeous day here in the center of the universe, Toronto, Ontario. And way off there on the west side of Canada, on the far west coast, is my my partner in crime, Dave Davies. And uh, Dave, dude, you got the Olympics going on, right in your backyard. Sure do, sure do. Uh,
2: fantastic, uh, fantastic, stuff. Braska before we before we get into Olympics I, I heard a lot of cheering yesterday Canada winning Braska what do you got for us can you can you pump us up a little bit before we get into the Olympics here Oh
1: come on come on in.
2: And okay, that's what I'd that to hear little we little got to hear it. Yesterday, Canada, We're sending that out uh, to Canada's Olympic and, hockey uh, you know what I'm going to say I'm really happy with our performance we haven't even headed into hockey yet so uh well we've headed in but Medals haven't been delivered yet, so uh, I'm excited. Got to be over there yesterday. Had a fantastic time. Got to get my hands on a uh, on a gold medal, and uh, I, I'm not kidding. There, well, we we got to uh, my, myself, my kids, my wife, and uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic time. Uh, but I'm sure our friends south of the 49th are, are even more excited. They had a uh, slam dunk of a day yesterday. Just a just a ton of medals um, and, and some fantastic performances. So. Um, did you, yeah, did i you can I'm snowboarding. Wilson, I think his name is. Oh, my time.
1: God. That American kid snowboarding in the half pipe. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> you like, saw
2: that picture, wow. did you? Um, yeah, I was, I was really impressed there. Um, I mean, there's been a, a number of performances not just by, by Americans and, and, and Canadians um, for the first time I think I kind of locked in this was just a couple days ago you um, know I don't know like 11 12 at night or, or whatever and I, I just love to watch the Olympics when it's on um, and ended up watching a, a bit of the figure skating and you see the the, the Chinese Paris figure skating just 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 it absolutely astronomical. Um, you know, it started off, I was of course a little, a little worried with, you know, day one before the Olympics even start, we had that, uh, the, the tragedy with, uh, with the loser, um, who unfortunately, uh, we, we've built an incredibly fast track, um, and uh, unfortunately it ended up being fatal in, in the case of that accident, but everything since then has, has been really, really smooth, um, they're running it really, really well, traffic is, is at a minimum, um, and, and everything is just going just fantastic, so, so, um, so yeah, I, I I'm excited. Got to be there. Um, for all the people who weren't, that's uh that's a shame. But uh you yeah, know, we're we're doing fantastic and uh yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to just uh, taking home that uh, that golden hockey.
1: <laughs> you know, a, a quick tip for Canadian listeners, um we, we, we tried this with America with uh, uh, a couple people in America and unfortunately it didn't work for them. But if you're in Canada and you wanna get um online coverage of every event that's happening go to ctv.ca ctv.ca click on their olympic coverage um, they have a little banner up for olympic coverage look to the right side of your screen after that you can select from the various ctv network stations showing different games or you can go all the way down to the bottom of this list and this is the best you can choose video feed coverage without commentators. I'm telling you, watching sport without the idiot commentators makes life so much better. Oh, nice. I mean, seriously, you've heard heard some of these commentators. I mean, like, those who can't think end up on NBC Sports or something. Um... (laughs) It is so much better without these without these vapid talking heads.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I you're right, uh, but I mean, there's there's a certain uh, I associate, and I'm thinking especially with when I'm watching my hockey, and you know, for for all my friends south of the border, I I am Canadian, so this is is kind of my focus throughout throughout these games. Um, and there there is something to be said for for having that voice. You shoots see scores in the background. So I mean, there there just is, but. Anyways, you know what, you and I, we have got some, some other news. There are some, some big events happening, but we, so uh, I'd, I'd like to kind of move, if I can, um, just on really brief, well, not even briefly, where we're going to head off in a, in a slightly different direction here, if that's all right, um, because we were asked last week about Buzz, uh, and, and from what I've read, you are a buzz about Buzz. Is that uh, a pretty safe safe thing? Then You're feeling a little stung.
1: I'm feeling a little bit um, ticked off. And the word that comes to mind first is arrogance. The word that comes to mind second, I'm not going to say on the air. And the word that comes to mind third is uh, carelessness. Um, Okay, last week, Carrie asked us if we had a review of Google Buzz. And unfortunately, um, neither Dave or I did. I'd been head down uh, working on um, AFCON 2010 Denver, and uh, Dave, you'd been doing a lot of client work the last few weeks, so none of us had a chance to really mess around with Buzz, so I made it a point to check out Buzz directly off of, uh, as soon as we got off the air. I was so pissed off. I went through the roof. Buzz was a privacy nightmare.
2: Now, what, what do you... Uh, don't, don't be evil. I mean, uh, we, we can't be dealing with, with, with horrendous privacy issues. I mean, you know, Google is, has, has defended uh, privacy over in China. So, so say it ain't so. This, this can't truly be a violation
1: of privacy. It's uh, horrendous. You know what? It is such a violation of privacy, Dave, that Jennifer Stoddard... Remember that name? Yeah. She is the Canadian... Federal Government Information Privacy Commissioner, and she's the person that forced Facebook into making radical changes to its privacy policies. Incidentally, uh, Stoddard is looking at Facebook again. Well, she took one look at Google Buzz, and she flipped out, wrote a letter to Google telling them that this violates Canada's privacy laws, and... Um, now, Canada doesn't have the strictest privacy laws in the world, but if it violates ours, it violates um, ones that that are in place in America. Certainly violates one those that are in place in England, or in the UK. Likely, likely violates those that are in place in Europe. And I mean, Google was so careless with this. I wouldn't be surprised if they violated privacy rights in China. Um, okay, so here's what here's here's what I came across, and I'm pretty sure that just about everybody else who came across Google Buzz. Had the same experience, Google autofilled my—I um, guess—my subscriber list. They didn't want you to start, start a social network without any people being social with each other, so they thought they'd do it for you. Now, Google Buzz is attached to Gmail. Gmail has a list of every contact you've ever made, and because this is Google, and because it's cloud computing, it's stored on their servers. So they have access to spider through whatever the hell they want. to So I open up my, 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 my new fresh copy of Google Buzz and I find out that I am without my consent and, with, and until I looked without my knowledge, connected with um, 10 fresh people, four of whom I would not have connected with. One was a journalist working for another tech news gathering organization who has repeatedly tried to scoop me. Another was my ex-wife. Now, I'm all cool with my ex-wife. She's a great person, you know. Still care deeply about her. I'm sure she feels the same way about me. But we've both moved on and don't really need to know what's happening in the other's life. As for that journalist who tried to scoop me, for all I know, he might have had a a look at many of my sources. As a matter of fact, anybody... Who was connected to me on Google Buzz could now look at my might potentially be able to look at my sources because i have used Gmail to communicate with a lot of them over the years, and I've promised these people that I would never give away their their identities. So that freaked me out on a personal level and on a professional level. Google's response: Oops, we'll fix it. Though I haven't seen evidence of that yet. Um, I'm really, I mean pissed off doesn't even begin to cover what i'm feeling about google buzz uh... this is Google. you're supposed to be the smartest kids in the room Start (laughs) acting it it does
2: sound like a sound like a fairly significant misstep now what do you think is, is the root of this like i would personally think that if i was an entity the size of of google um... that i would really have these things Looked at. Um, do you think that do they not have on staff somebody who deals with privacy law? Like we know they have lawyers, don't they have people to, to vet these sort of things prior to uh, prior to their launch? I mean, I was was fortunate. I have signed up for Google Buzz. The only person that was in there for me was you. The, the reason for that being, I used Gmail, I think, once in my entire life, and that was when I needed to access webmail, and that was to email you about our show like a year ago or something like that. But that's that's the extent of my use of of, of Gmail. Um, and so I guess I was kind of fortunate. It had no list to, to base anything on. But, um, but I mean, you, you bring up a, a much more valid point. They've been pushing people, a lot of people, to using Gmail more and more, and then to, to put this sort of breach of, of privacy and breach of trust in. What do you think is the root of this? Was it truly a, you know, a violation of their do not be evil policy, or did somebody there really just hit the snooze button and not think, gee, we're sharing information, and any time we share information, we should have somebody vet this sort of thing um, to make sure. I mean, certainly they've seen Facebook deal with these sorts of issues. Um, are they not paying I attention know, to dude, what's going on in but the world I around
1: What I do know is the guys at comedy.com made, uh, well, it's a parody video. We have the audio from that, and I think Brasco has that queued up, ready to go. And, uh, well, you know what? Don't ask me these questions. Let's ask an actor pretending to be a spokesperson from Google.
3: And this is honestly, I think this is actually kind of close to their attitude. Hi, I'm Chip Dunn, spokesperson for Google, Inc., Recently, we unveiled our new social networking service, Google Buzz, and were met with an unexpected public backlash, which is odd, considering the fact that we're Google and we can kill you. Now, we know that some of you claim Google Buzz is just a ripoff of Facebook and Twitter, and some of you are upset that we added Google Buzz to your Gmail accounts without even asking. Some even have privacy issues. So in response to all of the above, we would just like to say, index this. We're Fortune 500's number one most powerful brand in the world, and we'll do whatever the f*** we want. How are you imbeciles possibly surprised we made our own version of Facebook? This is what we do, people. We have never had a single original idea ever. Our business model is to find something that already exists and then use our trillions of dollars to make a Google version. MapQuest hmm? MapQuest sure seems to be popular and profitable. Boom, Google Maps. Skype allows people to have face-to-face video chats. Boom, Google Video Chat. Well, that iPhone has a sweet touch screen for a smartphone. Boom, Google phone. See a pattern here, people. And if there's something that's hard to copy, like YouTube, we just buy it because we money. And as far as this whole, why didn't you ask us if we wanted Google Buzz, we don't need to ask. We may look innocent with our cutesy holiday logo themes and April Fools pranks, but we run your lives. How many of you have Google Wave accounts? We don't even understand that one, but you signed up anyway because we said you needed it. We are f***ing Google. If we tell you to buzz, you will buzz. That was good, right? Are we done? Google teleport. Okay, just to reiterate, I want to note,
1: that's parody. That wasn't a real Google spokesperson. That's parody. So you you Google bots listening in down there in Mountain View, it's parody. But you know what? The sediment is pretty close to how... I, you Dave, you asked me how I think Google's thinking about this stuff. That's pretty close to what I think they're thinking. Yeah, I mean,
2: they, you know what? They're making some odd decisions. Right now, I, I, my my natural instinct, 90% of the time I'm I'm chatting with you, Jim, is to go, you know, like we are on net neutrality. I need to find the other side of this and, and argue the counterpoint. Um, but the only counterpoint I can find here in this instance is to go, yeah, maybe maybe they just. We're idiots. Like, the only real defense is to go, maybe they didn't think, hey, we're sharing information. We should have some privacy experts take a look at this before we launch it public uh, and and just do it. So, um, the only defense I can really come up with of of Google or the only real counterpoint I can come up with is not particularly flattering um, regardless. So, um, I know you have more experience in this than I do. I've I've sort of been just to see what all the, the hubbub was about and looked and went yeah, there's nothing in here really that makes me go, wow, I, I, I need to actually use this tool even if it didn't have privacy issues. Um, you know, I mean, how many of us really need to flush more minutes down the toilet every day like there isn't enough social media venues for, the, for all of us to, 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 to kill our time on already? So, um, We well, you know probably do need to go to a, a commercial break here, but we, we've got some more big news um, coming up here. so. I guess I might as well just take us out. Um, This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here with Jim Hedger on Webmaster Radio. We'll be back momentarily. There's some more big news coming up soon. Sit
0: tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? sounds like you could use a link building report from seofox.com. What's that? sly like a fox get your link building report today at seofox.com that's seofox.com are you happy with your landing page performance discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncredit.com brought to you by engine ready turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales producing machines Come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadoLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics, and reporting tools campaign optimization resources and now weekly payments for top performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher. Thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com PPC
2: Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4pm Eastern, 1pm Pacific or on
0: demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome back. This
2: is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO with Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. Um, For As many of you may be aware, and I'm just going to uh, post a link into the chat room, another reason that all of our listeners should be in the chat room. Um, There has been a uh, sort of "Quote unquote breakthrough," and I suppose this is speaking of stuff that sucks for Google. Um, and it looks like the Department of Justice and the European Commissions have both cleared the Microsoft Yahoo uh, deal. Uh, it appears to also be clearing without restrictions. So, uh, Jim, I don't know how many months/slash years uh, we have been waiting for this, but it looks like um, the deal is finally a go. Looks like we're going to have fi- uh, back down to uh, back to two search engines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who, uh, who haven't read the news yet, um, I'm just posting the link right now into the chat. It's over to, uh, to WebPro News, which is where I first read the story, uh, read it cleared. Uh, it was just posted there, and the, the press release just came out two, three hours ago. Um, did confirm it's over on the Wall Street Journal website as well, so... We're, we're actually uh, real for real to go here. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, to me, this is just fantastic news. Uh, of course, there were the, the typical challenges by, by Google and others, um, and it did need to just be vetted to go, is this actually uh, a bad thing for uh, consumers? Is this a bad thing for competition? Um, to me, I sort of looked at it and went, this is a no brainer. um of course it's it's not a bad thing if anything this finally adds another competitor into this space but jim you i mean uh, you you've been watching this uh, intently for, for for many many years now at least uh, at least two or three. Um, what are your thoughts? Do you think this is uh is the great move forward that we're going to see and, and what potential Issues? Do you think the the internet marketing community may have as as we watch um, Yahoo organic search being fed by by Bing's algorithm, um, and of course Bing uh, paid search being being delivered by by Yahoo's um, paid search engines?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, I think I think we can all pretty much universally agree that Bing's search engine, its 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 little decision engine, is it's, it's it, that was that's a very good trick they made a good search engine and you know after watching the various renditions of uh, of uh... msn slash live.com, etc it's wonderful wonderful to see bing performing the way that we want microsoft to perform um, will this bring more competition to the to the paid search marketing world yeah on the surface it might seem that removing a a line of uh, a line of search advertising decreases competition but when you when you think of just how massive Google AdWords is um, you need something relatively large and I say relative to Google relatively large to to, to even come close to challenging it um, I think we're uh, sort of mixing the 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 a mixture of Yahoo and Microsoft is a mixture of the world's largest content network, Yahoo, and well what 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 still remains the largest tech corporation in the world, Microsoft. I know, I know it seems like Google runs everything, but the truth is Microsoft still runs a hell of a lot of it, including the computers that the statistical majority of us are listening to or performing this show on. Um and so you're, you're mixing the largest tech firm in the world with the largest content network in the world. That can only be good for consumers. Um, and another nice thing I want to note here is both Microsoft and Yahoo are independent corporations. They're not owned by Murdoch. They're not owned by Time Warner. They're not owned by any of the traditional media players. I think that's, a, I think that's, that's, that's an important thing to note because... Um, Other suitors for for Yahoo.com included AOL, which at the time was a Time Warner property. Um, And that that worried me a lot. Um, What kind of pratfalls are in front of them? Well, lots. Microsoft and Yahoo have never really had the innovative capabilities of Google. They've always come late to the game on almost every issue or... When they, when they came earlier to the game, they screwed it up. Um, I think a new breath of life at Yahoo is good for everybody, especially the yahooligans. Because, I mean, could you imagine being being a yahooligan for the last uh, couple of years? It would have been a be total beleaguerville. Um, so I think this is very good for both companies. Uh, is this going to hurt Google? Well, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. If Google will find a way to spin the better competition thing, and really, what it comes down to is who's going to produce the best results, who's going to get the best ROI for for the ad dollars, um, and who's going to provide um, advertisers and the marketers, us, who serve the advertisers, who's going to give us the best service. You know, Um, I think you just—it's Google's game to lose, but Microsoft. Uh, and uh, and Yahoo put up a hell of a good challenger.
2: You you referred to that in a way that I think is is really important for people, especially you know uh, myself and and others um, who may focus their thoughts uh, predominantly to organic, which which I do. I'm an organic SEO. Yes, I have some PPC running, but. Um, for, for all intents and purposes, I think a lot more organically. Um, but I think what you just said is is important for all of us to remember and, and to put into, into proper context is neither of these, these companies or, or entities, I shouldn't say companies because there's three companies, two entities, um, are, in essence, um, search engines. What they are, as you, you well point out, is advertising companies. This isn't about producing organic search. There's no money in organic search. This is a vehicle for delivering. Um, advertising targeted targeted advertising. So well, we're pointing out. And at the end of the day, the winner is going to be the person who makes um, the most per dollar, the highest ROI on their on their advertising budget. Um, I agree. Is this going to be a, a, a kicker for Google? Um, yeah, you know, I'm sure they're not you know, cheering about uh, about the merger. In some ways, I almost view it as a positive thing for Google. Um, in that better to to, to be able to focus. Right Right now they have these these two entities that are kind of operating, kind of independent of each other until now um, that they've had to kind of deal with and take a little market share from here, a little market share from there, this, that, the other thing. Um, Whereas now they do have at least one algorithm. Of course we're dealing with a computer manufacturer, or I mean uh, an operating system manufacturer in essence and software, um, and and a content network in in Yahoo. So you do still have these these two aspects, but at least it's kind of a, a focus Entity now um, that Google has to deal with, and if if there is a slip by Bing, and it's been a while since we've seen a slip by Google, and people seem no, I'm referring to algorithmically in their in their search engine. And oh seem come to on! What was social search? The inclusion for, for of Twitter Google?
1: results? That was a slip. Which one was? Remember back in December when they just like morphed in the Twitter results without really thinking about what they were doing. <laughs>
2: That was a slip. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're, we're still seeing those now but um I mean the thing that I will will accredit to not even accredit um it, it just sort of seems to happen and it's it's the loyalty that they have because they can do this stuff. But the thing about a lot of this is it, it, to me at least is you notice it, a lot because you look at this and go wow, this is a fantastic you know, opportunity or, or a, a gaping hole um, that allows me or, or, or others to potentially abuse things. Um, you see that. I see that. People who are listening to this radio show via live or, or podcast or whatnot, they all see that. Why? Because we're Internet marketers. But my dad, well, okay, my dad's a bad example some dad of somebody i don't know (laughs) um but would be completely unaware of this because because it's not a problem to them right like they they were never aware that this was ever an issue um so it was never never a problem so for the vast majority i mean google doesn't care about you they don't care about me they care about this global whole. i hardly ever click on on Paid ads, anyway, so I'm, I'm the least of their concerns. Um, whereas the actual populace that they're trying to hit or, or that they're trying to, to affect. Um, uh, would have been completely oblivious to this thing and when Google does have a bad set of results I think searchers actually tend to view themselves as the problem more than yeah. not you not me right? <laughs> we, we're, 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 we can see the results get worse um, because we're paying so such close attention and we're monitoring multiple websites but I think the average person doesn't assumes that they're somehow mistaken um, and, and starts to adjust for, for long tail Whether they probably don't know the term long tail but they start to adjust Google's managed to pull off a great deal of, of forgiveness. Whereas I think in this case, it may be to the benefit of Google to see this, this um, uh, sort of amalgamation of the two entities. Because if there's a slip up algorithmically by Bing, or if there's a slip up on the side of Yahoo in managing the paid and it hurts advertisers, or on Bing and it hurts searchers, people are going to move very quickly over to Google, because Google's awesome. They do no evil. Uh, whereas on the other side, I think the, we just don't have the same sort of forgiveness. I don't see this migration um, over to people starting to use Yahoo, Bing. Um, but I would see that if there's one slip-up, it's going to affect two major entities, and, and off, off people go. On the other side of that coin, um, you know, I know a lot of advertisers will have been avoiding um, Bing, well, I don't want to manage an entire account for such a small percentage of of market share. Um, you know, deal with the pain in the butt of of managing this this whole third account for for such a minority of traffic. Now to be able to, you know, not today, but in in the not too distant future, to be able to manage this all from one one place um, will certainly enhance um, paid market share. Uh, it'll be, be left to be seen, though, if there's any slip-ups, if they end up taking off advertisers, uh, and if they take full advantage of, of I think, what we're going to see now. Um, just before we really move quickly, on, i really just like to there. quickly got three to go over now. the timelines that we're dealing with. And this is Anybody who's read the article over on web for news um, We're dealing with um, uh, the algorithmic search or, or the organic side of things. They would like to have completed and launched. I'm sure we'll see some testing in, in between these two points, but they'd like to have that done and launched. By 2010, um, as far like as the end of this did, dealing with the U.S., they would like to have that done prior to the 2010 holiday season, um, but they may end up waiting till after if they determine that it's 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 better to do so. I would find that kind of interesting if they they did end up waiting till after because we're they've got plenty of time in here to deal with this transition. But
1: um, oh, come know, on! I know, smell another Florida cool. update in the making here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, fortunately, in this case, I think their plan is to get the algorithmic side well launched um, prior to the holiday season. I think it's it's they'd like to have this paid done by then. I don't think we're going to see quite the same catastrophe if there is a problem. Um, I mean, uh, you know what? I I may well be wrong. I've of course never tried to move. Uh, this... such such massive um infrastructures over into into different platforms and 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 the only reason i sort of suggest but... this
1: is because like this is microsoft yahoo we're talking about like of course there'll be a november surprise of course there will it's, it's <laughs> inevitable guys prepare for it now the sky will fall <laughs> well i think it's gonna go one of two
2: directions or it'll just fizzle as we've also seen a lot with Yahoo Microsoft, Um, and it it may just delay over, I think if they can pull it together and get this advertising off, um, they would be in a great spot, as you say, in in sort of November, um, late October. If they can pull it off by then, I think it gives them a great opportunity to market that to their advertisers, um, offer some great deals to their advertisers at a time when it won't have such a great impact on their bottom line, um, because they'll have Microsoft who, who... has a minority of the the paid market share right now. Um, So if they can kind of offer and go, we're just going to break even through the holiday season on what we would have just with our Yahoo anyway and offer our advertisers, you know, send out a bunch of $100, get advertising, you know, blah, 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 what Google is is phenomenal for. Um, Get all of that stuff out. I think if they can pull it off, it'll be great. But of course, you know, if they force it and they're not ready for it and they they push it out too early, um, you know, obviously they're setting... The first thing that you show to advertisers, you don't want to be a be a disaster. If I had to guess, I would say we will see a push out prior to the holiday, but not in full force. It'll probably be in beta to a few specific uh, large scale advertisers to do their testing um, with a clear, you know, this is, you know, you guys can have a testing environment of this uh, of this new system. Um, highly monitored, and you know any errors that go will compensate. That sort of thing is, is what I would expect to see. Um, but you know only only time will tell. The part that I'm obviously as an organic SEO, the most interested in watching um, is the rollout. I think for for SEOs, this is a huge advantage of sorts. In that rather than trying to focus energies in in sort of three different directions and monitor three different algorithms and try and, you know, sort of works an individual site to, into three directions um, to, to sort of cover our bases in, in three different areas. It gives us an opportunity to look at, at two. In my opinion, I'm sure there's some people who would differ. Two of the more similar, if I had to pick two of the algorithms that are most similar to each other, um, I would definitely say it's it's Bing and Google. So for those two to be the organic engines um, that are going to be powering the, the Enormous majority of of search, Um, I think it's going to help organic SEOs. Um, But of course, there's a lot of time between now and then for for adjustments to the algorithm, as we all know. So we'll see if it's if it's still there when when they do merge.
1: Well, uh, there's one point I want to I want to jump to before I move. Then we got to move on. But um, you know what? You know what made AdWords work so well at the very beginning. What's that? You, remember, you remember a few years ago, like, what was it, five, six years ago when AdWords came out? You know you know what was the magic bullets for them? There was two of them. One yeah. was Google's extraordinary organic results. And if anyone remembers the state of search engines back six or seven years ago, Google's results were extraordinary. The second thing, now, AdWords came along four or five years into Google's evolution. By then, Google had captured a more than significant share of the market. As a matter of fact, I think they were serving upwards of 82 to 85% of all search results seen by Internet users, whether that that was seen at Google.com or seen by the feeds that they were giving to both Yahoo and Microsoft at the time. so they had amazing results, and what was then incredible distribution of paid ads. Mm-hmm. And I remember, remember when we got new clients at Step One of the first things I'd <laughs> ask them was, "Well, how important is uh, distribution of, of paid search ads to you? If it's tremendously important, great. We're throwing we're throwing our eggs this direction, and a few of the eggs that direction. Um, and that that." Google's distribution network became the easy sell. The third thing that came up uh, uh, about a year later was the advent of the Blogger platform mm-hmm. and the advent of the AdSense program, where Google started paying publishers to, to put ads up on their on their sites and basically monetize blogging. So, if uh, Yahoo, Microsoft can, can Bing is producing very good results. That I don't. I don't know if they can perform any better than they are now, in, in that direction. They're, or at least they can try harder. But they're, they're doing. They're doing more than reasonably well. The uh, Yahoo has got to get people back into that content network or brand that content network better. Or it'll be. It'll. It'll make it easier for search marketers to sell their product. Um, but really, that, that's that. That's up to Yahoo in a public relations game. And um, well. I don't know maybe it's just the mood I'm in I just don't uh, see Yahoo winning the public relations game as frequently as they as possibly they should um, so that's my thoughts on those issues I'm not really sure how much further there is to go with it except we'll sit back and watch and come up with some more clever names for them. <laughs> Good
2: point. Um, okay, what I will do, we have got more to cover. There's there's more interesting news to cover, more stuff about Google and, 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 and other things. Um, but first, we're talking about advertising. Google needs it to cover their bills. We need it to cover our bills. Um, so we're going to be back in just a couple minutes with uh, some more interesting stuff for you. Uh, but in the meantime, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO with Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. We'll be right back.
0: X, Y, Z in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, yo pay me. No ifs, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance-based. Listen to what I'm telling you, because this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need? Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking Tracking. He becomes good state of the art tracking. Where did the start? You can do it a couple ways. 866XY7 page. It's called free. Tell me what you wait long. So long on the XY7.com. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services and by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it'll turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com i
3: did you know? 99 Designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99 Designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99 Designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99 Designs projects need an average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set.
0: 99 Designs When designers compete, you win. Search for solutions, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand
2: anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off.
0: Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Deaton. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And as Dave said on our way to break, we still have a heck of a lot to cover, but not a heck of a lot of time to do it in. Um, you know, the, the next thing I had on my list, Dave, was uh, SES London. Yes. With, uh, I guess you, you've
2: probably been following. I, I've been you know, following the Olympics as of yesterday, so I, I don't know what has happened over the last 24 hours. Um, really in regards to, to much other than uh, silver medals for Canada. So what can you fill us in on?
1: Well, to tell you the truth, I don't know what's happened in the last 24 hours over there at, uh, over there at, well, that was funny. I just tuned to the Webmaster Radio page to pull up a blog post, and I got to hear myself talking delayed. That was very funny. Um I don't know. I don't know what's happened over there in the last 24 hours. Um, unfortunately, London is a good what 2,500 miles away from where I'm sitting, so I don't get there much. But I do know that there was a lunchtime keynote panel yesterday. The uh, qu- the, the the topic they were addressing was SEO: Where to next? And Andrew Gerwood, a Edinburgh-based uh, search marketer wrote a a kick-ass just a killer an amazing review and uh uh, almost like a play-by-play of of this panel and the thing i found most about this most interesting about this panel which incidentally had somebody from from microsoft and somebody from google sitting on it um wasn't as much about predictions about where seo is going as to a look at where the industry is at now, one of the big things that came off this panel, and it's near and dear to my heart, and i I hope you are I hope you're listening there, Mister Se Guru. Um, ha! One of the most important things uh, that came off this panel was the critical importance of good, fresh, timely content up on a website. Now, I've always called myself a content SEO. I make content. That's what I do. I, I make content. I <laughs> find a lot of value added in that, except I swear it's there. And um, according to Miley Oye, senior developer, program engineer at Google, content's king. Content's it. Content. Content is is the golden is the golden egg, the golden bullet, uh, or the magic bullet. Um, It's always been about content, I suppose, but over the years, we've seen SEO dive off in a couple of different directions. Uh, You know, the on-page tricks back in the olden days, the days of the SEO dinosaurs, um, H1 tags, keyword stuffing, um, keyword densities, stuff like that. Not so important anymore. More recently, we've had the link-based SEO, where everything was about links. Important, but not not the. Yeah, it's not the silver bullet. According to this panel, the magic bullet is good, relevant, fresh content. Um, and I, I don't know. I I just love I just love reading that coming off of expert search marketing panels because when you really think about it, when you're talking about search engines and keyword-based query rankings. Got to be the best content that wins. Otherwise, none of us are doing a service to the searchers.
2: It's true, and I mean, it's it's a really funny one because there is no way to properly counter um, that belief. Because of course, all of us would say you need content. I mean, let let's leave search engines out of it and go for your visitors. You need content, um, but of course, I'm sure everybody listening right now. I'm sure you. I'm sure me. I've seen sites rank with links and no content. I've also seen really great content sites rank for crap because they didn't have any links. <laughs> right? So you end up with kind of that, I get the point. The point is, is you do need content. And, and if you want to keep and you want to hold, and I think most to the point, if you want to maximize your traffic, you do. Um, but it's a funny one because I would... My instinct is to disagree and go. There are other factors at play here, and I don't think content. Well, there are. Is going of course, disagree- of course,
1: of course. I do not want to downplay the importance of link building at all. No, I, I, no, no. I, I, I'm just trying to say it's not the end all, be all.
2: No, and I think I think you're right. Um, and I think we're going to see. I mean, to to go where I, I'm sure they did, although I wasn't listening in. To take it one step further is we do know where the directions these engines are taking. We do know that they're not just going to be looking at gee, do you have a lot of links? You know if your bounce rate's eighty percent for this phrase, off you go. So I mean even to that end, you have to look and go, links will help get you there you know and and so we'll get content. but if you can keep that visitor there with that great content, um and we're not talking just you know. Auto tool generated. I mean, we've seen the, the birth and death of that one pretty fast. But good, like the content you write in the in the blog, and that I like to think I occasionally write in articles when you know I've got the time. Um, when you've got that good content, that's going to keep people there you're 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 decreasing your bounce rate you're keeping your stick times and of course that's gonna that's gonna help as well so on that on that perspective i I would certainly tend to uh tend to agree unfortunately just writing the content if you don't have the site strength going behind it you're probably not going to get found in the first place and so you end up with that that sort of catch catch 22 but i'm sure this is an argument that all of our listeners are, uh, are are well acquainted with now speaking of content um i don't know any content writer who's written with any girth of, of content as i and i'm sure you can side with this who has not had the occasional typo um well with the massive number of typos out there and the seven billion people who are who are living on this planet um you know let's say half of which are are punching away on their computers you got to wonder who's making the money off the typos. The instinct is to say, "Well, domain squatters who you know own ance.com and sell acne treatments or, or whatever." Um, in truth, Google is making the most money, to the tune of an estimated about half a
1: billion dollars off of typos. Oh <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's not I Monty. I thought it was Monty. Oh, pardon me. I thought it was Monty from Moniker who was making all the money off typos. <laughs> well, what it is estimated? There's a, a couple uh,
2: professors over at uh, at Harvard um, who've recently done a study, done some estimates. They figured out that when a typo is added, and you end up with you know one of these sites probably, you know, originally, uh, you know, owned by moniker, <laughs> um, these sites are there, are feeding what kind of advertising, Google advertising. So, um, there's actually some lawsuits going going across, uh, where up to the tune of 57% of these sites are hosting Google um, advertising on them, I mean, this, this is a sizable, sizable percentage, um, and the estimates are... That about well 497 million to be specific dollars are being generated in advertising revenue from these sites. Now there's there's this is by Google. Sorry, this is by Google. This is by Google. This is this is Google profiting to the tune of 400 estimated. This isn't Google figures. Estimated 497 million dollars. Now the belief there is that somehow Google isn't entitled to this. That somehow this is a bad thing for searchers or or bad things for um, for the environment. At the same time, I would have to counter with an argument. I'm sure Google is going to make is that the searcher looked up a a, a typo. So. Let's assume they're going to be inconvenienced because they've just entered a typo. If these domains aren't there, if this Google advertising isn't there, they're going to get nothing. They're going to now have to go back to wherever they came from, probably Google, correct their spelling error, and then go through again. A counter-argument I think Google could make here, and personally it'd be the it's the impression that I have from this, is that in a weird way it's actually a service because a person you know, who's who's bidding on a phrase, You know, I'll use the example, and I, I bring it up because it was one of the first affiliate sites I got in, and I did target misspellings, uh, was ANCE, a very common uh, typo for the, for the term acne to the point where it actually shows up in, in keyword tools. Um, so ANCE treatment and the such. The people bidding on that are actual providers of one of these treatments. I mean, the, these are words, right? They're not, they're not going to be wasting their own money. So at least the searcher is ending up with something, and it's something relevant rather than ending up with nothing and having to go back, correct their spelling, and then, and then going through again. So I think there's good arguments on both sides. I don't particularly have a problem with this. I think it's just marketing. Somebody has to profit. It might as well be Google. Um, well, that, I mean, I know you, d- you, d- 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 you know how
1: it works, eh? Google supplies the advertisements for. Uh, they, they get placed on these pages, either they're mispl- mistyped domains or they're. Par- yeah. And more often than not, they're parked domains. Google, Google provides the advertisements that go on these pages. The person who owns the domain who put up that parked page, he makes half, she makes half. Google makes the other half. That's just the simple AdSense equation. Yeah.
2: So what, what this really shows happens. us is there's a lot
1: of people <laughs> mistyping <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, clicking that's, on that's
2: an ad. basic equation. Um, and, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if Google is not the one putting that ad there, who is? Somebody is, or their affiliate links. But I mean, but somebody is going to profit off of this. Uh, so there's an argument that somehow Google's doing something wrong here. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really see why it is a problem, per se, in that you know, I mean, the problem was with the person who ran the search, and I've made typos, we've all made typos, but that's where the problem was. It wasn't in, um, you know, somehow Google shouldn't be profiting from this. The fact is, the searcher made a mistake, they entered it in, they didn't click, did you mean... Um, so they ended up on this domain, and you know, th- there you are. Um, they can either click one of the paid links there through the AdSense network, or they can go back to Google um, and and do it again uh, and start again. But I, I don't see a, a particular problem. But apparently, um, there's actually the the threat of like lawsuits to recover some of this, and I, I just don't see why that's that's even there. But anyways, that's just weird bad news from Google. But I think everybody's trying to sue Google for whatever because they've got you know more money than. Uh well, certainly anybody else I know other than maybe Microsoft.
1: Indeed. Indeed. Um, you know what? If you if you were to take actually it doesn't quite work this way, but um if you were to take don't be evil and sort of play around with the letters and the words and stuff, you get evil be live. <laughs> and you know, I'm that's sure that's what Google now, thinks, you? but you know, that's uh that's that's just what I think. It's just an opinion thank goodness we live in the land where we're allowed to have opinions and express them publicly Um, so there okay Dave we're rounding out the corners and there's a couple announcements I gotta make or my ass will be grass around these parts so I'm gonna make them okay this is the biggie I want to give a little dramatic pause for a second and then I'm going to say everybody who's an affiliate marketer that's a lot of you might be so. It's a great industry. At MasterRadio.fm is doing it again. We've done two major affiliate marketing conventions in the past. We're doing a third. It's going to be in Denver, June 21st, 23rd. It's called AFCON 2010 Denver. We've rebranded the convention. We're revitalizing the convention. And affiliates will still get in for free. Check out AFCON2010.com. Register now, get in there, get going, get registering, come to Denver, check out AFCON 2010, it is going to be, well, I mean, anyone who's a fan of Webmaster Radio knows that we do things with a certain style and panache, wait till you see some of the plans we have for AFCON 2010 Denver, June 21st to the 23rd, Colorado Convention Center, register at afcon2010.com register now get your friends to register get your get your boss to get a booth all that sort of stuff it'll be a great show so that's announcement number 1 announcement number 2 friends this is webmasterradio.fm we have some of the experts in the industry in in all facets of the of the digital marketing industry and Two of those experts have a new show called Search for Solutions. Aussie webmaster, Mr. Frank Watson, your friend and mine, and one of the wisest young people involved in search, Greg Nyland. Smart kid. Oh, my God, smart guy. The show is called Search for Solutions, and I urge people, I urge people, tune into this show. Check the chat room. Brass is going to put up the times that the show is is available on. And, um, again... This is Aussie Webmaster and Good ROI. These are two of the most influential people in our industry. Tune into the show. So, there you go. Those are my two announcements. That's it. That's the uh, important thing. And the other thing I want to say is we do have a episode of Affiliate Marketing Insider coming up after Webcology or at It is Thursday the 6th, 18th. Oh, my God. It's the 18th of February. And you can always hear Webcology live 2 p.m. Thursdays on Webmaster webmasterradio.fm. Or you can listen to the podcast in the Webmaster Radio archives or the iTunes archives or other fine podcast distribution outlets out there. Dave, you want to take us out of here?
2: Sure. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here with Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. Been a pleasure chatting with you. Looking forward to next week. Take care and enjoy the next show. Oh yeah.